The Anton Savage Show Saturday with Nifty Business on News Talk. It's January, it's dark, it's cold. Most of us have absolutely zero motivation to do anything else. Maybe just take down the decorations and then sit on the couch and wait for spring to show its face. But how can we sustain our motivation through the rest of the year? No better man to ask than my next guest, Jerry Hussey, who is one of Ireland's leading health and performance coaches. Welcome to the show, Jerry. Good morning. Happy New Year. Many happy returns. I am sitting on the couch a lot these days <laughs> looking at Instagram and kind of sickened by people's motivation to like have a new year and a new them and this whole thing that seems to kick off in January. Why is it that some people find it so hard to be motivated and other people just seem to have it in them? Yeah, well, I think it's important to note that motivation is an, an emotion like all other emotions. So motivation competes then for other emotions such as Fear, shame, guilt, joy. So when you're playing the motivation game, uh, it's great when you have it, but it, it's easily be replaced. There's so much going on in the world that's causing us fear, that's causing us uncertainty. So it's actually very difficult to maintain a level of motivation. So I think for me, it's about moving beyond motivation to a thing called consistency. And if we only do some, something when we're motivated to do it, we'd probably not do it that much. But if we do something because it's right, because we know it's it's important, then we have this thing called consistency. So I would say the first thing is try and move beyond the motivation. Try and move beyond this idea of I'll do it when I feel like doing it and start to develop very, very simple things that you can do easily every day. I think that's the important thing. You know, it's not about getting up and doing you know, 20 minutes of or a half an hour of exercise every day. It might be as simple as getting up, walking around your garden or sitting outside for a little while to get some sunlight in your eyes while you drink your cup of coffee. And if that's an easy starting point, then that's a good starting point. And if you start to do that every day, now you're starting to develop the habit of consistency. So pick something that's easy to, easy to do, something that's not going to over-challenge you, over, over you at the beginning, and then just start to do that every day. So it's just a case of making something a habit rather than I'll do it if I have the inspiration or something to do it. Absolutely. Like, motivation is, is great. It's great when you have it, but we all don't have it. And particularly I have two young kids and you have kids that were up all night and you might have only got two or three hours sleep. You don't wake up after three hours sleep and say, oh, fantastic, I can't wait to get to the gym. That certainly doesn't happen in my in my life. So don't wait for motivation. But if you know that something is right, and you have to ask yourself, why? So many people this time of year start to identify what they want to do and how they're going to do it. But they don't do it. And if you know the what and you know the how and it doesn't happen, you're missing the why. And I think you have to set a goal or set a challenge that is important for you, that inspires you. It's not about what other people think or it's not about signing up to a 5K. If you don't really know, well, why the hell would I want to run 5K in the first place? Yeah, that seems, so to, really be, it seems to be this time of year. Everyone, like even the performance coaches or people who are chatting, it all seems to be exercise focused. And that might not be the thing for, like we have a text in here from Joanne. If I have already fallen off the bandwagon with my goals, how can I try to get back to them over the coming months? I've wanted to write a book for years, but I'm really hoping this will be the year. Yeah, well, I totally understand that. I've just got my second book out and it's certainly not easy. It takes time. The way I live 
in my life is I have an expression, every day is a lifetime and every lifetime is a day. Start again today. So every day you wake up is a new day, a day you've never had before and a day you'll never get again. And all I ask myself every day is, could I take one step towards my goal today? And even if that step is tiny, if it's an inch, so if it's writing one line, if it's writing one sentence, if it's simply when I was writing my book, sometimes I'd literally sit down with a notepad and I'd write five words, five topics that I'd like to write about. Mm -hmm. And that's as much as I could do that day. So no matter how small the progress is, progress is progress. And once you fall off the bandwagon, it's only for today start again so every day is a lifetime every lifetime is a day and every single morning we get a chance to start again there's a lovely expression where people know the expression you only live once that's wrong that's incorrect you die once but you get to live every single morning so every morning you wake up take a deep breath Remind yourself, I will never be this young again. I will never have this chance again. And if I could take one small step towards my dream today, what would that be? Then take that one small step. And how do you feel about people who wake up and, you know, so this woman, let's say, who texted in, she wants to write a book. That's something that's coming from her. But I have a that return to do, let's say. <laughs> I'm like, I actually, I'm not motivated because I don't, I actually don't want to do this, but I just have to do this. What about the things that are less inspiring that when we wake up, we're like, oh God, another day of this. How do we motivate ourselves to cope with the sort of tedious things that aren't like a lovely cup of coffee in the garden? Yeah, of course, it's the mundane and the mundane take up so much of our life. So I would say always ask the why. So I have to do the vet return. Nobody likes doing vet returns. But if I don't do the vet return, what happens? Yeah, Michael McGrath has to do the after me. Exactly. So there's a consequence to everything we do. So a very personal thing that I do every morning, like at my age, I have two young kids. I have a little boy, he's three and a half, and I have a little girl that's 15 months. So I left it a bit late to become a parent. But I, every morning when I wake up, whether I feel motivated to exercise or meditate or cold water immersion or not, I do a simple little visualization and I visualize the morning that my son gets married. Now, that's probably 30 years away. He, so I ask myself the question every morning, is it important to me that I'm there for him when he gets married? Now, suddenly something happens in my heart, something happens in my brain. I'm making it personal. And I ask myself a second question. For the next 30 years, in all the big moments of his life, is it important that I'm there for him? And of course, the answer is yes. Now you're out of your brain, which is a threat detection system, and your brain only deals with fear and all that's wrong with the world. And you've accessed your heart, and your heart is a powerful love. And when you start to access love, so suddenly I'm thinking, if I'm to be healthy, I need to do some exercise. So we know that 80% of illnesses are caused by lifestyle. So if we don't exercise, if we don't eat healthy, if we don't reduce our stress, we know what the consequences are. So that's a simple example of every morning I wake up, I have unlimited choice. I can stay in bed, I can drink coffee, I can, I can do anything, but I have to focus my every choice I make. And it's not about what I do or how I do. It's about why would I do this? Why would I get out of my bed? Why would I get the vet return done? Why would I write the book? And for me, when I was writing the book, you know, and I had two kids and often I said, I can't do it. I haven't time. I just asked myself, if I wrote the book that I think I could write, could it help people? 
And if it helped pers- people, if it saved one person's life, isn't that worthwhile? So I think everything we do has to be underlined by a powerful why. Why am I doing this? And do you ever just think like, oh, I'm just going to get a pizza tonight, even though I have the ingredients for the stir fry and I know it's not great for my cholesterol and the pizza isn't really a step towards being there at my son's wedding, but really I'm just so tired and I just need this break so that I'm not standing over the cooker. Like, is it ever okay to just say, Ara, not today? I sat down with my my, my little son uh, and he's three first cousins to the night and we had a massive pizza party and the laugh and the fun and the crack because we're back in Portugal we live in Portugal in the winter we've been home for Christmas and this is one of the last nights to see his cousins and we had such a great night so everything is physical psychological and emotional and sometimes having a coffee or having a glass of wine or having a pizza if you have it with someone and you're having a laugh and you feel connected and you're like the worst thing you can be is overly hard on yourself and that's why I say to people even when you exercise don't be going out with a watch looking at yourself judging yourself giving out to yourself I didn't run far enough I, I didn't get my tenth that's no way to live your life so for me of course eat the pizza have the glass of wine but it's part of a bigger picture so if you look at a month as 30 days if you had two pizzas in 30 days that's not going to make a huge issue so the first thing we have to get rid of is self-comparison self-criticism where we beat ourselves up over everything it's okay to have the glass of wine every now and again. It's okay to have the pizza, especially if it's bringing you fun and joy and laughter. But over the course of the week or over the course of the month, you make sure that you've got enough exercise in, you've got enough meditation in, you've got enough. So it's moderation. You have to live in a way that is sustainable throughout your life. It's not like a 21-day crash diet and then you crash off it again. That kind of swing mentality doesn't work. So you live in a way that's sustainable. We have some really interesting questions coming in. I'm going to ask you, I'm going to give you two back to back and you can kind of answer them together. We have one from Leanne that says, should I avoid joining a fitness group? Is it better to focus on my goals myself to avoid comparison? And then the other question is, what if me and my partner have very different goals? He wants to be constantly working on his fitness and I want to be less focused on exercise this year and it's caused a bit of tension between us. Uh, The first one is I like groups because it's... um it's uh, accountability, but it has to be groups. So if you're in with a group and all they want to do is run a marathon and all you want to do is learn how to meditate more, well, that's not necessarily. And a group could be one person or two person. So find someone that is committed to you, someone who will challenge your excuses and somebody who will support you to do what you want to do. So it has to be a group that is doing what you want to do, who is similar belief systems, they're similar people, and a group can be as small as two people. And in the second question, I would say, like, people can be in the same place. So me and my wife, you know, some days I love to jump on a treadmill and, and, and run, because that's what I love to do. And she would be beside the treadmill, and she could be meditating or on yoga, and then some days she's doing a session. So we, could, we often go somewhere, we walk to the gym together, and we enjoy a, a juice or a coffee on the way. But when we're in the gym, we're there together, but we're doing totally different things. So... It's very important in life that we give ourselves the freedom and permission to do what brings the best out in us because every single individual is different. Everybody has a different soul. So what makes my soul come alive on any given day is different to anybody else. 
And that's the danger when you follow these preset prescribed training programs that are, they, they work well in an Excel sheet and they talk about how much protein you need to eat and how many calories, but like, has anyone else sat down and spoke to you? So we need to move away from generic programs for generic people because that will bore us to tears. We're not generic people. We're unique people. We're different. There's different things going on in our life. And you need something that inspires you and brings your soul alive. And don't, don't not remember one like exercise not one slice of its all. If you've just joined us now, we're chatting to Jerry Hussey and we've got loads of texts coming in. You can also text us on WhatsApp 087 106 or you can text the, te- the News Talk 53106 line, which will cost you 30 cent. Uh, we have another question here from, well, actually, we have just a comment here from Cathy. Why do people feel the need to go mad exercising in the middle of winter? They're all going against nature. In winter, you're supposed to conserve your energy and hibernate like animals. I always find if you go with nature, you don't have any problems like get up when it's light and sleep when it's dark it's simple just get some sunlight we live in Ireland like not Australia just follow nature's pattern what do you say to that Jerry? She's absolutely correct and you know people for years have kind of laughed at Chinese medicine as some type of quackery the science behind it is phenomenal so you know my medicine is Chinese medicine that's what I live by that's how I live my my life and in Chinese medicine they said the chi the energy throughout the year changes and just like that caller said at this time of year when things are damp and things are wet things need to change in our food so the food you eat like eating like salads in the winter doesn't is, is not actually good for you because that's not what the body needs the body needs to be heated and it needs to be nourished the type of exercise we do, that high intense energy that we burn in the exercise that you do in July and August is absolutely not the exercise we should be doing now because it's a different energy system. The body is tired now and just like animals that hibernate, we need to do, that's why things like yoga, tai chi, pilates, meditation, qigong, anything that energizes, get the body moving, but not pushing. Um, we have hijacked what exercise is. Exercise is exorcism, and exorcism is about removing a ghost. But if you, you know, I don't know if people believe in ghosts or not, the body don't, I don't. But I do believe in exorcism as in moving negative energy. So, you know, going to the gym and killing yourself and flogging yourself is not what exercise not is about. What is exercise is about energizing the body, and it's about exercising negative energy. So, Qigong, Tai Chi, Pilates, yoga is a beautiful form of movement this time of year. For winter. Yeah. Jerry, if people want more advice for you or they want more of what more of what you're selling, where can they find out? Uh, where can they find yeah. you? Well, I give a lot of, a lot of for free. So if you want anything, you can have a look at my Instagram page, which is just uh, at Jerry Hussey. And um, Soul Space is our business. We do a, a lot of stuff. We put a lot of stuff for free because this is stuff that I've been lucky enough to to learn and get over the years and it's transformed my life. I was a kid that grew up with high anxiety and uh, and at 14, you know, thought my life was worthless and, and I, that I would never get over my anxiety. So this isn't stuff I've just read in the book and just trying to sell. This is stuff that has changed my life. It's all very simple and most of it is free and I put all on my website there. So soulspace.ie or my Instagram is at Jerry Hussey. Jerry Hussey, thank you so very much for joining us today and Happy New Year. The Anton Savage Show, Saturday. With Nifty Business. Saturday morning at 9. On News Talk.